Hey folks, welcome to the show. I'm Mike, your host. Welcome to the Crack House Podcast. A little something different this week. We're not going to be talking uh, current events or anything like that, like last week when I had Aaron Johnson on. This week is going to be all about movies. Me and my buddy Jack are going to be talking about one of the worst movies ever made, Troll 2, and a couple little other things here and there. So sit back and enjoy the show. All right, everybody, welcome to the show. I got a special guest with me tonight. Uh, you've heard me talk about him on the show before. His uh, Instagram handle is I Can Paint. I want to welcome my buddy Jack to the show. Jack, what's up? Hey, what's going on? Uh, good to have you on. I brought you on for one of, one of the main reasons. You're a super movie buff like me. And yes. One of your specialties is horror movies. Yes, I, I, you, you're like a horror movie nut. You go to like all like Comic Con stuff and the, the horror movie uh, conventions and things like that. We were talking the other day, and we brought up uh, it was the worst horror movie. Well, they call it the worst movie of all time ever made. A horror movie called Troll Two. Yes, you know what I'm talking about, right? I do. All so right. let let me give you a little 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 background on how my love for movies, especially horror movies started. Okay. So I'm a kid. I'm, I was born in, in the late seventies. Um, my parents were very young when they had me and never really, other than my grandparents watching me, they never really put me with a babysitter. So when they used to go out, when they were 21, 22, they used to take me everywhere. So I saw movies and I was exposed to movies at such an early age and they always said I was such a well-behaved kid, so they took me all the time. I saw Nighthawks with Sylvester Stallone when I was four years old in the movie. <laughs> Nighthawks, it, it dealt with rape yeah, and yeah. terrorism. And, and, they, and I was, my mom was, I think she just found out she was pregnant with me after they saw The Exorcist in 73. So they went to see The Exorcist. There's a little connection there. There's a little yeah. horror connection. Yeah. So at a very early age, we would go over my Uncle Louie and Aunt Marie's house in Queens. And my Uncle Louie helped shape my love for movies because he collected what was back then Betamax and yeah. then VHS and Laserdisc. And I saw all the movies with my parents and, and them from Poltergeist all the way up. To this day, I still, I still meet with them and we still watch movies together. Oh, wow. So I always was into movies big time. Always. Very nice. Oh, that's cool. That, yes. I mean, like, I tried to take, you know, I've taken my kids to movies, and I, I try to be the good parent, and you're like, you try and go PG. I mean, back then when we were kids, it was a lot different. It was very people, different. People just drag their kid like, let's go. Yeah. I mean, I've seen, you know, certain movies, you go in and they're, they're bringing the the little baby carriage thing in mm -hmm. that's a little it's too ridiculous, much. To ridiculous. Me, that's that's too much you want to see the movie you want to enjoy the movie i don't want to hear the kids screaming but uh my older daughter will uh i've taken her horror movies she's she's into it my younger daughter not so much she's she doesn't like it too much we do other things but my older daughter she likes it she gets it she'll so enjoy, we'll, she'll enjoy it 
Yeah, yeah she she eats it up. That's so good. yeah, that, like I used to have Fangora magazine, and my walls yeah, were covered yeah. with those pictures. But yeah, this there's 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 all. So I'm a child of the '80s, and I think those movies yeah. are the best. And I will I will rather watch a horror movie with a rubber mask than CGI any day of the week. Yeah, anything. It, it had more of that creepy vibe to it. It yes. definitely did. Now let me ask you this: with your daughter that likes the movies, does she laugh at like the old horror movies from the '80s? Because my middle one will watch horror movies from like the '80s and just she goes, "These aren't scary at all." To yeah. Her, it it doesn't move her. It doesn't scare her at all. She'll just she'll laugh at all of them. Movies that scared the hell out of me as a kid. She's looking at me like I have five heads. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I made I, her. I, I made her sit through like the nineteen thirty four uh, original Frankenstein, which is a rough watch for anybody. Yeah. And she dug it, but she liked also the new Child's Play, and I hated it. I thought it was terrible. I didn't. I did. I it was hard to say it. I was like, it was hard. What are they really going to do? How, about, was, how much more can they do with it? Well, movies aren't original anymore. They're all rehashing older, older things. You know, like re- as, soon re- as, the pink as soon as they, re- yeah, as soon as they remake Jaws, I'm done. Yeah, that might be. Yeah, come on, you can't, you can't. You, certain things you have to leave alone. And then but the bet, and now it's almost like it's like a 15, 20 year reboot cycle. Yes, between like the Jurassic Parks. You know, things like Batman. Look at this. We're in the second Batman in less than five years. Yeah. Second guy playing. No, the 700 Spider-Mans. It's just. Yeah. It's not original anymore. But I did. I did watch the Insidious movies and the Conjuring movies with my buddy Mike. And they were good. We enjoyed them. Yeah. Other than that, there's no good horror movies really anymore. Uh, The last one I saw that was very clever was. Uh, Cabin in the Woods. I thought that was good. That was very good. It was, yeah, it was very different. And that was a while ago. And that was a while ago. Yeah. But I still rotate back to those B terrible but great horror movies. And Troll 2 is one of those movies that you watch and it you cringe. Yeah, it, it was bad. Like, I did a little bit of a deep dive watching. I watched the whole thing actually last night. And then I, I just did a little surfing on the web about it. And the one thing I noticed watching it, the dialogue, the way they speak, it speaks like someone who just learned English. It's yes. some of the lines are in like almost broken English. Mm-hmm. The director and the writer are both Italian. Yes. They were from Italy. And the cast went to the director and told them. We don't, we don't talk like this. This is how we don't, we do not talk like this in America. No, you're going to do it word for word. And that's it. There's no changing anything. They couldn't even understand his directions because he was speaking Italian half the time. Yeah. So they couldn't understand what they were doing. And they were all nobodies. And I think that was the only movie that mainly all of them ever made. Yeah. When you do the little uh, IMDB on them. Yeah. There's nothing. It's pretty much this, and like they were an extra on the show Jag or something like that. Yeah, the and lead guy is a dentist. Yeah, the lead. Yep, he's, he's very he's a nice guy, very yeah, likable. Yeah, and he's got but, the most famous line in it. Was it? You don't piss on hospitality when he yes. beats, when he throws the kid 
which that whole fucking scene throws me for a loop anyway. And they make him go to conventions and repeat that line yeah. constantly. And he does it with a smile on his face. Oh, yeah. He's enjoying his 15 minutes, it seems like. Because when Loves you see it. him even in the documentary. Loves it. He starts to enjoy it. There is one part, though, where they're not the focus when they're at one of these conventions. Like, no one's yes. coming to their table. Yes. And that's when he loses it. Reality. Yeah, reality, reality kicks in. Quick. Yeah. And he goes, I don't want to be here. Let's go. Let's go yep. get drunk. And they leave and go to some yeah. bar. When you're standing next to the dude who played Jason uh, Five, yeah, and, uh, no one wants to come to your line and 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 sign your horrible rubber mask. Yeah, they had. Well, I think who who is he talking to with that? Oh, one of the girls that was in Nightmare on Elm Street. Yes, she was in. I think the first one. That's it. You never hear from her again. Never. And she's getting nobody at her table, and he's look. He's like, this is what it's like. I'm like, let's get out of here. I'm done. I go, I've been to the Chillers convention in Jersey a bunch of times. Now, I started out, go, I'm a big, anyone who knows me knows I'm a big Sylvester Stallone fan. Rocky's my favorite movie ever made. So I went to Comic-Con, I think in 2016, and stood online for six hours to meet Stallone. And it was great. It was great. I had a whole speech set out, didn't say anything. And uh, it was phenomenal. So I started going to these things these conventions because they sell really cool stuff, things you can't get. And I collect DVDs anyway. So you have them sign yeah. like the, the vampire from lost boys who isn't the guy in Bill and Ted and not <laughs> Kiefer Sutherland. Yeah. That guy. Yeah. He shows up. Yeah. He shows up and he'll talk to you for an hour and a half because they're not doing anything. And it's, it's very cool, but the people there are bizarre. It's weird. I've seen grown men cry talking to Henry Winkler. It's the weirdest thing in the world. He was the Fox. He, he was. He was the hey, hey. Exact Mundo. I mean, he gives you an exact amount. You might, I might well up if I met Arthur. Exact Mundo. The only person who I clammed up on big time, other than Stallone, was Carl Weathers. Really? Those two, I was. Yeah. Somebody came up to me, Carl Weathers, who, for anyone who doesn't know, who lives in Mars, is Apollo yeah. Creed. And someone came up to sign an Action Jackson uh, picture. And I was like, what are you doing? Mm. That's Apollo Creed right there. <laughs> but you meet some weird... And there's always, like, the B-movies. Like, there's a movie Basket Case. Did you ever see Basket yeah. Case? I remember Basket Case, yeah. They were there, and the thing was there. So Basket Case was about a uh, Siamese twin that was removed from a, from a from his brother, and the thing lives in a basket that the kid carries around. And it's in it's filmed in New York City in 1982, and it looks like New York City in 1982. And they're just throwing this rubber conjoined twin at people. It's it kinda, horrible. It looked like. Uh... Quato from yes, Total Recall. It it's got like totally that kind of like the head and the arms, and that's it. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. Yep. Wow. That was 1982, that movie? 1982. Uh, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. I went down, I saw like some, you know, you, you see trailers for like other movies, like I haven't seen in eight, like Critters. Critters. Ghoulies, yeah. Like I remember, I still remember Ghoulies with the thing coming yeah. out of the toilet. Toilet bowl. And you saw yeah. that they had the poster for it. But it's funny, a lot of these bad B-movies have 
A-list celebrities now who were yeah. in the who were nobody's then. Like Leonardo DiCaprio, one of his first movies was Critters 2. Oh. I didn't that was one of his first movies. I mean, yeah. I remember Jennifer Aniston's Leprechaun. Leprechaun. Uh, you could go way back. Kevin Bacon, Friday the 13th. Yep. Uh, who else do we have? Anybody else? Who else? It's got to be some other big names. Oh, Chud. Didn't Chud have a whole bunch? Chud had, had um, let me think. It had the father from Home Alone. Yeah, John Hurd. Okay. It had the guy who played Marv from Home Alone 2 also. So it had the father and Daniel Stern. Yes. And John Goodman, one of John Goodman's first oh, roles. Yeah, There's an NYPD cop at the diner in the end. Oh. And you know who else in, in Cheers? Carla's husband? Oh, the, the hockey player guy? No, no he guy? was, didn't he clean the ice? Yeah, 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 him, yeah. Him. It was, he was in that too. He was one of the cops at the end. Yeah. A lot of a lot of big time movie stars get their debuts in low budget sense yeah. movies. But the biggest B movie that blew up is Evil Dead. That was a B movie. Yeah, that's what put Sam Raimi on the map. Maybe. Yeah. But and Bruce, that just Bruce Campbell never became a huge star though. No. Like uh, you thought it was gonna. I mean, that's his buddy. And he puts him in everything. Yeah. But he never really made it out. No. And I heard he's a real jerk off in person. Oh, really? Yeah, that's what I heard. The only person who was a real... I met the guy who was in Reanimator. Oh, the doc, uh, the young doctor? The doctor? Yeah. yeah, he was a jerk off. Really? Mm. He's still... Not a nice guy. I was like, bro, you was like the big, big shit from a nice like, movie? I think he was in... He was in The Frighteners. That was it. Yeah. He was in The Frighteners. But I... I Especially now in October, I'll circle around and watch movies, horror movies that I haven't seen. Yesterday, I watched the original Fright Night, which is hands down one of my favorites. Evil Ed. Very. I met him, too. He's did porn for a while. And I think it was oh, uh, hardcore gay porn for a while. Yeah, and I think pretty so much he might still do it. Pretty much. And uh, American Werewolf in London. That was oh. phenomenal. Yeah. The original. The original, the original is great. Phenomenal. But th that's the thing. Movies used to be a... And with all this corona stuff and movie theaters not opening yeah. and everything now is streaming and movies are going right on to... This may be it for movie theaters. This may be a wrap. It's, and I really hope yeah. not. It's, it's kind of like it's not an event anymore. No. Like you used to... Used Friday, to Friday or Saturday, it was like, I'm going to the movies. Yeah, this movies were a thing. Yeah, now I'm just laying on my couch and all right, I'll hit a button and order that for eight bucks. Yeah, it's not it's not the same. It's not the same. That's why I still like DVDs because it's a tangible object you can yeah. hold and put in instead of just you don't own anything. You just it's in the it's in the cloud. The atmosphere, <laughs> <laughs> the mystery cloud. Like no, I don't want it's, that. Yeah, it's not. It's not. Uh, it is it's, like you said. It's not a tangible item anymore. It's not, no. it's not it's not getting ready to go out. It's not getting ready to do anything. You just all right, go put some popcorn in the microwave and yeah, it's, it's not an event. There's something about watching a movie and on a big screen and sitting next to a yeah. bunch of people you have no concept who they are and all 
having a fear bond in a, in a for a scary movie. There's nothing like it. But being with a hundred people clapping at the end of a movie. Yeah. Like that doesn't happen. I can't remember the last maybe the last, I, maybe Avengers when everybody That's what I was gonna say. That's what that's like, what I was gonna say. Just about it. And that's only because they made 85 movies. Yeah. So. Yeah. Which, Avengers Endgame, there was people clapping. Yeah. And it was a cool feeling. I enjoyed it. Because I remember seeing Superman. Mm-hmm. And I remember seeing Empire Strikes Back in the movie theater. I was too young for the first one, but Empire Strikes Back and people were blown out of their minds. Yeah. Like you didn't see these things. I and now yeah. everything is so CGI and I think it takes, it takes you out of it a little bit. Yeah. It takes you out of it. I like makeup. I like masks. I like practical effects. Those are artists doing and coming from an art yeah. background. I look at these movies and I, I, I see the sets. Tim Burton's movies, I'm a big fan of. Uh, I just started watching Penny Dreadful. Did you um, watch it? The TV show, right? The yes. Showtime, uh... it's on, I think it's on Netflix now. Okay. Awesome. Yeah? Very good. It's set like in the late 1800s and it ties in Frankenstein, Dracula, the Wolfman, um, Dorian Gray. All these different people, Jack the Ripper, uh, uh, who's, the, who's the doctor, Dr. Hyde and Jekyll and Hyde, uh, yeah. that whole thing. And it's very cool. And I like those period pieces because think of what into making that people have to do set decoration. Yeah. They have to get the wardrobes. They, they talking with accents and stuff like that. And you forget that it's, you know, 2020 and the world's ending from coronavirus yeah we're all gonna be dead in a week anyway so it doesn't matter well the president's fine so he beat it in three days he beat it it only takes three days he took that mask off like he gave the fuck you to coronavirus we just did he did you hear what he said he said that it was a gift from god that yeah. he got wow look at me look at me i did it it's this is why are we quarantining for 14 days get out maybe he lived Maybe he lived because Eddie Van Halen died. Could be. He could have taken some of Eddie's energy. You think he took his spot? Yeah. If he starts playing sick riffs, <laughs> we have a problem. <laughs> if he starts playing eruption yeah. at the next uh, the next the next uh, meeting thing, then we know that he, he ingested him and how he has his powers. <laughs> If he puts either Sammy Hagar or Eddie or uh, David Lee Roth on his cabinet, or the guy from Extreme, yeah, well that's be. what that'll be the second term. If he gets reelected, yeah. the guy from Extreme will come in in the yeah. second term. Extreme Halen. I saw I saw Van Halen with Sammy Hagar, and I'm one of the few guys who actually like Sammy Hagar better than David Lee Roth. They say if you go through it. He had more hits. They had more hits with Hagar than David Lee Roth. I believe it. I believe it. They said David Lee Roth was a complete like egomaniac nut job. He's a crazy person. Yeah. He's a crazy person. Complete. Complete. And I saw the the one the, the I think also my interest in horror movies started with me liking and finding the band Kiss as a kid in feety pajamas. Oh yeah, they they were that they 
they crossed like that whole spectrum. They went yes. from they got little kids, they got adults, they got everybody in between, and everyone thought they were like this family type band. Which back then they kind of had a little bit of a the Satanist angle going. Yeah, but you see, I saw them twice in the last ten years. You could take your grandmother to that show. You can. They do not curse. No. They, they encourage you having like families there. Yeah, you see little kids with yeah, huge yeah. bones. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's listen, I saw them maybe about eight years ago, maybe more. And they were phenomenal. Yeah. And you know who opened for them? Poison. And Poison was phenomenal. I it was saw, cool. Yeah, I saw them with Motley You saw Motley Crue. Motley Crue. Two different has, shows. Yeah. Motley Crue has strippers dancing on poles. Yeah. And Vince Neil is fuck, fuck, fuck every other word. Mm-hmm. And I'm there with my, you know, my son was probably 10, 11 years old. He's laughing his ass off. And then Kiss comes out and they're like handing out apples and candy to the kids. Yeah. Yeah. Here's money we raise for the troops, everybody. Look, we're so yep. good. And let's sing Kumbaya. They still are doing it, though. You got to give yeah. them credit. They're smart. It's a, it, hey, they know how to do a business. They run a business. Kiss is and a Gene, business. Gene Simmons found Van Halen. Yeah. And there's your six degrees of Kevin Bacon. Back to, and we refer back to Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th. It all works back. Yep. All right. So you want to get into Troll 2 a little? Sure. All right. So you've seen the movie. I just watched it for the first time the other night. It, it, it's not, I don't think it's the worst movie of all time, but it is horrible. It's it, very bad. It, 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 it's like, it was like going to work. It, it felt like going to work, having to deal with this hour and a half. It's bad. People who act bad and can't get the dialogue out, and it looks like they're reading a teleprompter, right off the bat, I'm, I'm checking out. Yeah. And that's what this entire movie was. The entire, yeah, it is. It's like, the beats, the, the movie had no beat or rhythm to it. No, the nothing. They, and it's, the movie's called Troll 2, and there was not a troll in the movie. They were goblins. Yeah. And they were bad looking. The, the town is goblin spelled backwards. That's the yeah. big joke in it, the big reveal of Nilbog, the town they go to. Yes. Nilbog is goblin spelled back. Okay, then why is the movie called Troll 2? It's terrible. It, 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 it made no sense. It really no. made no sense watching it. I didn't, like you said, you didn't enjoy it. You didn't, it was like just something I had to get to the end to. It was something yeah. just trying to watch. I didn't, so they go to this town. The fam, It's like an exchange program in the beginning. The family from the city is going to go out and exchange houses with some family from the country. Mm-hmm. Basically, the town of Nilbog is filled with these troll people, but they they are disguised as like human beings, regular yes. human beings. And at night or whenever they want to, they turn into the trolls and they eat people that turn in. They turn people into trees, trees, and eat their leaves and they turn them into like this half the budget of this movie. Probably three quarters of the budget of this movie is green dye. Because yes, that's, that's the big thing. Green is everywhere in this movie. The food is green. The milk yeah. is green. Uh, they have green sweat coming out of their bodies. They, the hands turn green and they just eat these people when they turn into trees. I guess they went with the chlorophyll theme, right? Is, yes. is yeah, it- the whole thing, the trees are chlorophyll and we got to eat the people. Yeah. 
The movie's terrible. The movie's terrible. The masks are horrible. Yes. And the best part was this documentary. Yeah. Because they knew how bad it was and they were embarrassed. But a bunch of, I guess, hipsters or something. Yeah. Made this movie. Resurrected. Yeah. Yeah. They made this movie a cult, a cult thing. Mm -hmm. It got back to a couple people in the cast and they started hunting out the other cast members. The best, there was two cast members that stood out to me that were horror shows to see what they're doing now. Do you know who, who the two for you? I'll say it was grandpa and the wife. It was oh. the wife and it was the store owner. Oh, the store. Well, he was just creepy. If yeah. you, when you watch this movie, the guy that plays the store owner did not act. I no. think he's just a genuinely creepy guy. When he, he admitted comes out to from that, yeah, curtain, you get scared. That's the one thing that scares you in the whole movie. When he's he the scariest out, thing in the movie. Yeah, he is very scary. And in the documentary, they the grand the guy that played the grandfather, he's they're gonna find his body when they do like he's a hoarder. When they go oh, yeah. the house. He's got shit all over the oh, house. He's got newspapers yeah. up to, you have to shimmy by when you go to yeah. the bathroom. Yeah. And there's a litter box in his bathroom. Yeah, yeah. 300 pounds of books Horrible. and newspapers are going to fall on him and they'll find Horrible. him in three weeks. And the one who played the wife. Yeah, she wasn't is, insane. She's a crazy person. She's got 72 cats and she has yeah. pictures of cats all over her walls. just like ripped out magazine. She's taking care of her mother who doesn't want these cameras filming anything and she's nuts and she saw didn't she start to cry because she thought that the little kid who plays her son when he cried seeing her killed in the movie yeah as she's retalking about this 20 something years later she starts crying on how great he acted she's gone she's yeah. checked she yeah she's on a lot of meds she is on a lot of meds watching that oh she is she, uh because then they reenact the one. She wants to reenact the one scene of row, row, row your boat. With yeah. The, the guy's like 35 years old. And he's like, I don't want to do this. It, it's and the you weird can tell thing. he's just so uncomfortable. And she's doing it line. She knew everybody else's line. She, yeah, she was. Yeah. Uh, and, and the scare, the, the sad part is when you watch that scene, the, the her mother's in the background, just like. Shaking her head. Like, please, please God, take me. Now. Yeah, I'm ready to go right now. Let's just get this yeah. over with. Yep. But uh, so they it so she, the dentist guy, the father, him and the kid seem to like go on the road with the show with the documentary. They yes. do like the Comic Con stuff. Yes, the the American cast is taking it for what it's worth. They're like, all right, we know this was a bad movie. For some reason, these hipsters love it. We'll go to all these shows when they go to Italy and find the guy who directed it, and his wife is one of the writers. It goes 180. Because to them, this was his Citizen Kane. Oh, he and made a film, not a movie. Yeah, how it's dare a film. you? Know? Yeah. Yeah, yep. Uh, he's, he, has he ever done anything ever since, that, the, that he's, director? He's made like 50 movies between Italy and America. He's oh, done about 50 movies, this guy. But anything looks, salvageable? But, no, but it, I... A bunch of them had like Italian titles on them mm. and people I've never even, you know, Italian actors yeah. I've never heard of. But he's done like a few action, like 
B action movies here. He's popped off a couple of uh, things here. They said, I think in the documentary too, they said he has like 50 films under his belt. But he's one of these guys you've just never really heard of. Well, there was another documentary. We both talked about it a couple of years ago. Two, there was Canon Films. Yes. Remember that? Yeah, it was like, that's the kind of, he did, I think a step, I'll say a step below Canon Films. Yeah, oh yeah, because Canon like, Films at least had had uh, Stallone and had Schwarzenegger. Yeah. That was a great documentary. That was a great documentary. Claudio, all right, the guy that directed was Claudio Fragasso. And he's done, let's see, as a director, he's done 30 movies. All Italian, Italian, nothing, nothing. These are all Italian. The Squad, that was made in 2000. Never heard of it. Never heard of it. The whole cast seems Italian anyway. They might have dubbed it into uh, English. Never heard of that. Operate, no, no, no. Yeah, pretty much. Most all Italian. Yeah, 19, oh, Night Killer. Who was in Night Killer? Peter, who, no, never heard of that guy. Never heard of that guy. He made another, yeah, 1990, he made a, a horror movie as Clyde Anderson. Troll 2, by the way, his name is Drake Floyd, he's a director. <laughs> he's Clyde Anderson again in the movie Beyond Darkness. Clyde Anderson again after death. Strike Commando 2, he directed, and he was uncredited. Never heard of any of the people. In oh, and it's Richard. funny, too, because the original Troll. Yes. Because Troll 2 is obviously yeah. a, a sequel, a question mark. Yeah. Troll was a good movie. Yeah. Troll, I remember. Yeah, it had the girl from V. Let me look up. Let me bring up Troll. The little girl in it was from the girl who played Elizabeth in uh, the, the, the miniseries V, which was great. 1986. Michael Moriarty's in the original from Law and Order. Sonny Bono's in, in the original. Wendy Beck. Oh, Shelly Hack. She was, yes. Yeah, Sonny Bono is Pete Dickinson. And the dude who played uh, in Neverending Story, Atreyu. Yes. The kid, and he was also in, uh, they got his picture from the other one, the Tom Cruise movie, Legend. Yes. He's like the young Tom Cruise kid. Yes. In Legend. And, oh, his, this is pretty funny. His name in Troll is Harry Potter. Wow. And Michael Moriarty's his father. Uh, Gary Sandy, the guy from WKRP in Cincinnati's in it. <laughs> Anybody else? No, no, no. No. June Lockhart from Lost in Space. <gasps> Julia Louis Dreyfus. Mm, that's super. She played the neighbor. Yeah. And her husband, Brad Hall, is in it too. But yeah, this had, like you said, this has a decent cast. Yeah. That one, was a decent movie. The other one. Nothing like Troll nobody. 2. Yeah. Troll 2 nothing. is just nothing. They even say it has nothing to do with the first one. No. But there's a lot of sequels that just. Oh, detached. Like the movie Chud was a great movie. Yeah. And then Chud 2 was nothing like that. Yep. It was horrible. Fright Night 2, bad. Yeah, Fright Night 2 goes off. I never even, I didn't, I wasn't even a big fan of the Fright Night remake, the Colin Farrell. No, I didn't like the it. The remake. So 
It was very CG. Yeah. The original was great. It, well, yeah, the original was the best one. Roddy McDowell was great in it. The other guy kind of disappeared. Who was it? The the kid, William. Who was it? William Radigan. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. He after that, I don't think he did did anything no. else really. Evil Ed just did his gay porn, and that was. And it. the other one became Marcy on. Uh, oh Mary yeah, Mary. that's right. The girlfriend. Yeah. Shit, I forgot about her. And Peter Vincent, his thing before that was uh, Planet of the Apes. Yeah. He was the one of the original Planet of the Apes. Did you ever see that documentary, Making the Apes? No. That was really, it, it got into what they had to go through to do all the makeup stuff. Mm-hmm. And the one guy screwed over everybody else, the head guy. And he took all the credit, and it was another guy that really did it. It was, it, it was. I think it's on Amazon, or maybe on uh, Apple. That Apple TV. I think it's called uh-huh. Making Apes, and it's really good. How? I mean, that was 1968. Oh yeah. Nine when they did that, and uh, what they had to do, and they was. I mean, those guys were. I think Roddy McDowell, and then when they were interviewed, said they had to sit in that chair five, six hours at a pop. Oh yeah. And then I saw, there's another documentary about, there's five of those original movies. When they get to those last couple, the budget is nothing. And they say, if you watch in the background, the extras playing the apes, it's, they're wearing like 99 cent ape masks that you buy at a CVS. Yeah. And that's when trick or treating used to be fun. Yeah. When they used to actually have those plastic masks that would cut your face. Yeah. You couldn't breathe. No, you had you got to wear a sauna suit for the first time at eight years old. Yeah, all your other clothes and sweat and get sticky and everything else. But I looked I looked forward to it so yeah. much. Does anyone have shaved shaving cream fights anymore? Like I never see that. No, no one has. Is anyone going out to buy a dozen eggs? For uh, no, that was the thing. If yeah. you could melt down your shaving cream and put a pin in it to make a chew father, like that was your thing. Yeah, that's that a. Was- de- yeah, if you knew that trick, like, yeah, give me that. Yeah, it's usually always someone's brother who was in, yeah. like, grades higher. Yeah. Where'd you get a lighter? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no one does that. When I was a kid, the cops used to drive around. The 114 used to drive around, and they go, on Halloween, yo, kid, come here. They'd see, like, 10 of us. They'd call one of us to the car. They'd have a fire extinguisher and hit you with a fire extinguisher and say, go home. And everyone would laugh and go home. Every, everyone would laugh. We'd run down the block, wait for them to leave, and then we'd throw eggs at somebody. Imagine imagine that happened now? Yeah. The, half the city would be on fire. and Oh, my God. Uh, there would be protests for the next uh, three weeks. Yep. Uh, um, one, You know what? We were, talking, we, we were talking about this earlier. Let me ask you this. Every year is the same uh, debate. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? With that being said, is Ghostbusters a Halloween movie? I would say no. I agree. I, I The movie came out, number one, in the summer. And it has no ties whatsoever. No, no ties whatsoever. But I, I noticed it's been getting a lot of play recently. Because they're making another one. Well, they have the young, like it's the young kid version coming out now, whatever. Or mm, I, 
I don't know. I know that Dan Aykroyd is writing it. And with, uh, I think, Sam Raimi and his and Sam Raimi's son. Yeah, because I saw one trailer for it where they they pull the is car Sam out of a barn. Who's the, who's the director? Ivan Reitman. Ivan Reitman. Ivan Reitman. And I think that uh, Bill Murray's Bill Murray's going to be in it. He's on. Oh, he's on board. And Ernie Hudson's going to be in it. Um, well, he was in uh, the last one, but well, both of them. I never. What the girl one? Yeah, I never saw it. Bill Murray has a nice little part in it, and then Ernie Hudson shows up at the end. Mm. He plays uh, the black girl in it that was in it from Saturday Night Live. Her father. Her uncle. Okay. Because she's the one who gets like they get like an, a revamped uh, Ghostbuster mobile, mm. and it's his car, and he shows up in, at the end and takes it back or something, some shit. The movie that it was it was a horrible movie anyway. But. Yeah. But I'll see it. I'll see the the new one if it come, when it comes out. It's yeah. all about. I, I think that these people like these eighties movies, and I revisit them because they're nostalgic. I can remember where I was, yeah. what I saw. I saw Lost Boys in the movies. Like yeah, I, I saw yeah. something like Back to the Future. I saw that in the movie theaters. Yeah. And though seeing those movies still, that's why those movies are timeless. I could anytime Back to the Future's on, I'm watching it. It's just if it's on, I'm watching it. You know? Lost Boys, I watch a lot. That movie, that movie held up. Special effects wise and, and and makeup and that's a great movie. It's I love it because it's vampires actually had balls. That's yeah, I like these. They, there's no, I mean, there's a little love story in it, but it's not this romantic love. It's just balls to the wall action, a little bit of the love story. I mean, when the little kid becomes a vampire, it's fucking hilarious. Great, Eddie Munster, the attack of Eddie Munster. Eddie Munster. Yeah, it was great. And you had the two Corys. I mean, come on, the movie writes itself. You can't, you can't, <laughs> can't get better. Listen, we could have a whole, we could talk for three hours on the yeah. two Corys. Forget it. I could do three shows on just license. To oh dream. yeah, dream a little yeah. dream itself. Uh, so what else is new? Not much. Any? Uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything good on the horizon. I haven't even seen any like, trailers, trailers or anything trailers coming. for anything enjoyable. I watched the, the season finale of Walking Dead last night because I, I taped it and it was I've I I'm I'm watching it solely based because I watched it from the beginning and I feel like I am kind of grandfathered in now, but it's not it's not good anymore. I get I gave up I wanna say you gave up a while yeah. ago. Yeah four or five seasons ago. Yeah. I, I think I gave, I think I gave Negan that season. Maybe a season and a season after Negan. And I was like, yeah, it's the same. It's it's almost the same reason why I was going to give up on Sons of Anarchy. I think if that went another season, I would have dumped it. Yeah, I never got into that. It, it's the same. To me, it was like the same arc. All right, we're going to do something. Bad thing happens that we can't get out of we get out of, we'll see you next week. It's, it's, it's getting to those points with those, those kind of shows that they've been on for a while. It's how much more can they get out of? We Did you finish kingdom? Yes. I thought that was a great show. I thought that was a great really show. Fun. 
anybody who's looking for a new show to watch on Netflix, watch Kingdom. Crystal told me about Kingdom. She's like, oh. watch this show. She's like, it's pretty good. She's like, I think you'll like it. And I was hooked. Right, I watched it twice in a row because I didn't want it to end. It's three seasons, and it's about uh, a father and two sons who own like a UFC type gym. Yeah, he was like the father's uh, Frank Rillo plays the yeah. father, and he's like a retired champ. And it's yeah. his gym, and he's training the two kids, and it's all the drama going on with that. And yeah, one I kid's know. a fuck up. One kid's yeah. the right. You know, is the is the golden boy, and it's a shit show in the best way. It's a great eye. Two thumbs up from me. No, I thought I it, was, it, was, it was. It was a great show. There was a lot. The, the nice roller coaster of a story. Yep. Those last couple of episodes. Throw a couple you oh shit little. moments. Yeah. Big oh shit moments. Have it was you, great. Uh, did you watch The Boys at all? Are you caught up on The Boys? I did season one and liked it. I just started season two and I wasn't paying attention. So I shut it off. I may re. I may circle around again I, it, it, I don't know I just couldn't I couldn't get into it I got I got into season two it's good it, it yeah. picks up yeah you gotta get give it some time it's really good I, I just like it because I'm just tired of every other superhero movie being the same mm-hmm. and this isn't yeah it no goes, it takes it to that nice dark place the character that guy Homelander after this season he should get nominated for an Emmy Really? I think he's that he is one of the best characters on TV that no one talks about. Wow. Because he's got to play that facade of being like Superman. And then once the cameras are off him, he is just complete evil. Oh, yeah. And he is great at it. Yeah. And he's also yeah, I remember season one, it was good. Yeah. He it, yeah, he he gets better this season. I I and it gets a little twisty and a little freaky and weird. Okay. Of like episodes in. He's really out there. Okay. He's really out there. Yeah, get, definitely uh, give that a look. I will. And uh, I think with that, I'm going to wrap this puppy up. And we're going to put it to bed. So uh, I yeah, just we wanted... can do it all day. We, we yeah. Gonna have... yeah I, had, I had more notes where we could have just kept going and going and going. Yeah. So, but uh, I want to thank my buddy Jack for coming on today. As always, go to I Can Paint on Instagram. Look at this guy's work. It's phenomenal. I just saw the stuff you did for Brian. Yes. That was Brian's, right? Yeah. Look, yep. it, it came out great. Take a look at this guy's stuff. He does phenomenal work. And also check out Time on the Job. Also on Instagram. They, they put out some real funny content. And if you're upstate, the Greenwood area, Lake area, check out my buddy Joe at the Irish Whisper. Mention me and uh, they'll give you a free glass of water. All right. Uh, as always, you can find me on Instagram, Crackhouse Podcast. Uh, you got Twitter, Crackhouse at Crackhouse Pod, and check. Uh, you want to drop me a line? My Gmail, Crackhouse Podcast at gmail.com. I'll see everybody next week, and be safe, everybody. <laughs>